This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. History loves its iconic rivalries. Bird vs. Magic, Nadal vs. Federer, Limp Biscuit vs. Corn, And in the pizza world, we got Pizza Hut vs. Domino's. Which pie chain reigns supreme? Find out, because this is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. Hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And today, Nicole, we are discussing the feud between Limp Biscuit and Corn. Now, if you go back to, like, the resurgence... Uh, 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 Corn has a song called Twisted Transistor, and it's a really good song. Oh, That's my, wait. about as far as... Do you like Corn? Am I Sometimes. just now finding out? So you Sometimes. side with Corn in the Limp Biscuit feud. I mean, Limp Biscuit had its moment in the sun. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. moment is gone. Fred Durst, though, I heard, is a very talented jazz pianist. He is, yeah. What his... I actually went... Did I tell you about the jazz concert that I went to with Fred Durst? Mm-mm. And I told Fred Durst that the first album I ever owned was uh, three dollar billy all by Limp Biscuit, and he said I'm sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. That was pretty cool. He was, I'm sorry too. <laughs> he was in like a really cool tailored suit, mm-hmm. uh, sockless black shoes, and then Damn. he still wore the backwards red baseball cap. He's a pimp. And he had this like jazz ensemble of musicians mm-hmm. that he had sort of scouted from across America, yeah. brought them together to a jazz club in LA, and then he went up there and he like scatted with them. Cool. Yeah. Big fan of the scatting. Big fan of Fred Durst <laughs> scatting. I wish the corn singer would have gone up there and scatted. Pizza Hut versus Domino's. Yeah. This is a, what about it? Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. They are the two dominant pizza chains in America. True. You can you can go on about Papa John's. They got Shaq behind them now, uh, which is really super bizarre because mm-hmm. they were like, our founder's racist. Here's, here's Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is it's kind of working. Papa yeah. John's, their popularity ranking has actually been spiking. Well, look at that. Uh, even though their pizza, to me, it, it, it really can't hold up. We had it in the office the it's other day, like, and I took one bite, and I was like, ah, that's what I remember. I don't know how to explain it. It's like the sauce is so sweet and tart. It's like sweet yeah. tart sauce. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to like, me, hey. it's their crust has a leathery pull to it. Yeah, it has like yeah, it has like a distinct like like chew, and it's like when you try to like bite it, you have to like kind of like... Argh. Yeah, you gotta rip. You, you gotta yeah. rip the Papa John. And as a member of the soft teeth community, um, and I would like to think one of the foremost leaders in soft teeth activism, Papa John's is uh, that's triggering for me. I don't enjoy it. Uh, pizza versus Domino's. Who you got? Ugh, it's so. You're hard. ordering pizza for the big game, Nicole. Oh my god, where are you ordering from? It's always Domino's. Always. But I love Pizza Hut so much. It's so nostalgic because whenever I was like five, six years old, like Pizza Hut was like the the shiznit. Popeye's chicken is the shiznit. <laughs> Please don't make me laugh. That was the monologue from. Uh, oh yeah. Also, Nicole just got her wisdom teeth out, and so she is infirm. I am she the is queen struggling. Of, I am the ambassador of the soft teeth community today because <laughs> I literally can't. I Nicole a, rides in solidarity. I literally have a mug of bone broth as my meal today right now. Oh, but Jesus. on the subject of Pizza Hut and Domino's, I do always order Domino's. But Pizza Hut is a very special place in my heart because it's very spongy and it's very cakey and it's very thick. And I just mm-hmm. like I just like it more. But I know Domino's is the crowd pleaser. So I'm always going to choose Domino's. That's interesting. Uh, I was in the same boat mm-hmm. until recently where I had Ooh. always ordered Domino's. So okay. for anyone that doesn't know, Domino's uh, surpassed Pizza Hut in domestic sales. 
in 2017 for the first time, I believe. Wow. And that was a huge deal because both Pizza Hut and Domino's started out about the same time. Pizza Hut founded in 1958. Domino's founded in 1960. Uh, mm. Domino's was in uh, Ypsilanti, Michigan. Mm. Shout out to the Ypsilantians mm. out there. What's that? Like Stanley Yelnats. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of those things. It's like um, how most of the major burger chains, right? They were founded around the same time. There's a huge fast food sure. boom. Uh, in the 1950s especially, and uh, the franchise game that was popularized by Ray Kroc at McDonald's is what allowed all these places to really explode. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Domino's started out as Dominic's, Mm, which is funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, these uh, the Monahan brothers, they bought a single pizza store called Dominic's Pizza, but like neither of them were named Dominic, and so they're like, well, (laughs) it's kind of weird. It's kind of the opposite of McDonald's, right? Where like McDonald's was... I believe two stores owned by Irish McDonald brothers. Okay. And then Ray Kroc sort of like took control of all of it. Mm-hmm. And then he, there's a, God, in the movie The Founder, there's that one great line. It. You ever saw The Founder? No. Oh, it was dry, but it was a delight. Uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Nick Offerman, what a, you know, mm-hmm. good back and forth. But anyways, uh, the reason that he kept that is because he thought Kroc was too Slavic of a name. So it would be called Crocs? Yeah, and he was like, well, if we call it Crocs, like, he's like, no people don't like trust it. the Slavic name. So McDonald's, nice mm. Irish Catholic Interesting. Yeah. The, Smart move. The demographic politics of the time, I can't exactly you comment on. You want to go eat at Crocs, said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> a very popular shoe brand. Uh, but anyways, uh, point is, Domino's really took the lead against Pizza Hut in 2008. Okay. 2008 is one of the single most successful restaurant resurgences of all time. Why is that? Because Domino's sucked. For a Mm. long time. And this is how I remember it when I was like a kid. Mm -hmm. It was like Pizza Hut. I mean, one, you got the pan pizza and you had the stuffed crust and their normal hand tossed. Stuffed crust. Wow. My parents never let me get the stuffed crust. Like, too much cheese. (laughs) And it was expensive because it was Was never like on sale. It makes sense that it's expensive. um, But yeah, I mean, Pizza Hut had the innovation and they had just a better product Mm -hmm. in general. And then they also had the Pizza Mia deal. That was like, you got three pizzas for like $5 each. That was awesome. They were like worse though. I don't think they put a lot of TLC into those pizzas, but like five dollar pizzas, that was epic. Oh yeah, 100%. that was an amazing time in history. Oh my, I remember Bring like I remember being at the pool and ordering like pizza mias. It was like me and one friend, and we would just get three <laughs> pizzas and we put them by the pool and just eat them with wet yeah. chlorine hands. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but 2008, everyone was like, "Hey, Domino's, your crust tastes like cardboard. Your sauce mm-hmm. tastes like ketchup. Yeah, what's the dealio?" And then Domino's basically came out and was like, "Yeah, you're right." Like, yeah, we suck. We uh, have not put any attention into the pizza in the last 40 years. They kept the original recipe. Mm-hmm. So 2008, they literally rebuilt their pizza recipe from the ground up, and they started throwing garlic butter on the crust. Their sauce Smart. just has less sugar in it now. Smart. And their pizzas taste a lot better. I agree. So there's been like an 11-year period-ish, or 13, I just can't do math. There's a 13-year period in which Domino's has taken the lead mm-hmm. slowly over time over Pizza Hut. Combine that with the fact that Domino's had the Pizza Tracker app. Oh, that's like the best thing ever. The the, go- the government surveillance state. <laughs> hold on. Let me know. The government oh, surveillance no. state to me started oh, with no. the Domino's Pizza Tracker app. Started? Yeah. Oh, well, man. It uh, just brought it to light. Yeah, no, that's true. It <laughs> was on. it was mainstream. It was uh, made more palatable for exactly, the consumer. Exactly. We should have Edward Snowden on to discuss the Domino's Pizza Tracker app. That would be nice. App. I'm sure he has a lot of opinions about it. Where's he at? Where's he like Venezuela now? <sighs> I could don't we, know. Maggie, can we get Snowden on? Can we contact our booker? Is he who doesn't alive? Exist? I thought the government was like pew pew pew. <laughs> nah, he's still he's still kicking. Jo- or no, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's still alive. He played Snowden. Yeah, he did. I um, don't know. <laughs> there's one thing I want to talk about. Nobody does. Deep dish better than Pizza Hut, but no one does thin crust better than Domino's. 
Can you I agree thought with that. Me? No. <gasps> what? Wait, oh, are you talking about thin crust, thin crust? Yeah, like thin crust where they cut it in squares. Oh, okay, but to me that's pointless. What? Uh, the thin crust, yeah. I what? I hate thin crust fast food oh, pizza. Oh, my God. No, it's no, no, a cracker. No. It's okay, St. Louis. Yeah, well, it's St. Louis style. Well, whenever we have birthdays and stuff, that's the pizza that the adults would get. Why? I don't know. Watching the carbon take? I don't freaking know. It was just it was just the norm. Every single time we would have a party, the kids would get the triangle slices of regular, and then the adults would get the flat. So you grew up like internalizing that as like the flat thin crust pizza yes. is adult fancy pizza. It's not adult fancy pizza. It's adult pizza. It's adult pizza. Adult fancy pizza is Neapolitan. Adult pizza <laughs> sounds like a bachelorette party pizza where the pepperonis are cut into like uh, penises. Pe- yeah, penis shapes. Penises and vulvas. Penises. <laughs> the penis pizza. I can't say penis. I think the plural of vulva is vulvae. Hey. <laughs> or is that a Pokemon? <laughs> Volve, activate fire breath. Um, point. <laughs> Plural uh, of vulva. Yeah, we're Googling this now. Oh, vulva, it's no, I'm thinking of Yeah, vulva. Yeah, plural of vulva is vulva, <laughs> indeed. Um, <laughs> I'll watch a lot of spelling bee. Oh, yeah, I could that's work a word those kids. kids. That's a word that no, kids are No, kids aren't really spelling good. vulva in the national spelling bee. I'm okay. saying that they're they're doing like Latin roots. Oh, okay. And you learn that any Latin word ending in A, the plural is uh, oh, cool. A-E and not with an S. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> What I'm saying is 12-year-old children need to learn how to spell the names of the human body part. Uh, no, I'm saying that I don't believe in thin crust, so I take that completely out like of the equation. at all? I like thin crust pizza, like Neapolitan pizza, but not fast food thin crust pizza. It's just, it's, it's crackery, into, and I hate it. it's cut into squares. Why is that important it's to you? It's so cute. And, like, you pick it up, and you dip it in the ranch, and you dip it in the season. You don't have to sell me on dipping <laughs> it in the ranch. Also, though, I do believe fast food pizza places need better ranch. Okay, yeah, that's true. Because um, fast food ranch, it's it's really hit or miss. Yeah. And I was shocked. McDonald's ranch the other day. I had it. I don't know if they got a new mm-hmm. ranch recently. Mm-hmm. No, it was really good. No, wait. I don't like McDonald's ranch at all. Have you had it recently? No. It's <laughs> been McDonald's <laughs> in a long time. time you drank shots of McDonald's it's ranch? It's been a while. It's been a while, dude. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. I was pleased recently because most are just too sweet. There's corn syrupy. Yeah, why is there corn syrup in it? It's just, just cheap. It fills it out and it's cheap. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh but anyway, so fast food, thin crust pizza, mm-hmm. I don't mess with. <laughs> that said, well, your laws. they do have, they each have a plethora of crust options. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Domino's has maybe my favorite, which is Brooklyn style. You've gotten Brooklyn style once before. You, the look on Nicole's face right now is mad. Like she was mad like that it. I got Brooklyn style. I don't like Why don't you it? like it? I don't know. What's, what's so special about it? Can well, you tell okay. Me? So I love thin crust pizza, like New York mm-hmm. style pizza, which mm-hmm. fast food pizza is supposedly kind of trying to emulate. I know a lot of these places started in Michigan, so they would probably say it's actually trying to be a Michigan-style pizza, Mm -hmm. whatever. But I think the best formulation of pizza across the globe is just a thin-crust New York pie that has the proper amount of crispiness as well as fold, as well as chew to it. And Domino's Brooklyn crust, that gets you there closer than damn near any other fast food pizza chain. I see. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. That said... You go to the other side of the aisle and like Pizza Hut, <laughs> that pan pizza. That's a good pizza. That's a good pizza. It's, good. it's the way that like the bottom gets like so crispy and oily and like oil logged, but like in a good way. You know what I mean? You know how like, like um, uh, you make focaccia, right? You just sure. you lather. Very similar. Yeah, yeah, you lather the bottom of the pan with olive uh-huh. oil. Yeah, yeah. Pizza Hut's dough is in their pan pizza is mm-hmm. cooked via the same method. I would argue it might be a focaccia. A focaccia. <laughs> Except the oil that they're using is probably some sludge that's just called like 
restaurant oil or something. You know what I mean? No, I think you're right. It's like the hydrogenated whatever. It's it probably has, yeah, but it has like a really interesting texture to it that like Domino's just doesn't do. But Domino's makes up for it with the with their crust and their flavor of their crust. It's true. Yeah, so it's kind of like a catch twenty two. I will say, I, I think right now. If you're pressing me for a final answer, and I know we're probably, what, 12, 13 minutes in this podcast, and I haven't said anything. <laughs> Domino's. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, I would say Domino's is better right now. I think right. Domino's, uh, if you're talking about pizza for pizza, thin crust for thin crust, even pan pizza for pan pizza, because Pizza Hut got rid of their original pan pizza recipe. Mm-hmm. They came back with a new one. I don't think it's quite as good. You're losing some of that artificial butter extract flavor. If we're ordering lunch right now and I want to please a crowd... I'm ordering Domino's. I agree. However, however, like I said, these restaurants have both been around since like the late 1950s, right? And it's only in the last 13 years that Domino's has sort of taken the lead, taken up the mantle here. Pizza Hut right now, they're down on the ropes. Pizza Hut closed Mm. 10% of their global stores this past year. Yeah. Uh, They're owned by, I mean, it's franchisee. Okay, you you deserve it. No, they don't deserve it. Let's not. It's just, it's a morally neutral. I'm not Switzerland. Switzerland. It's a a process that in political science you call it retrenchment. Retrenchment. Your troops are spread too far. Uh You need to bring some of them back, realize your core values, and Uh then hit strategic targets out there. And that's exactly what Pizza Hut is doing right now, which I find fascinating. So roughly 10% of Pizza Hut's business was still dine-in globally during the pandemic. Have you ever dined at a Pizza Hut or Domino's? Oh, uh, when I was a kid? Really? Because Pizza Hut had the freaking salad bar. Never. You never went to the Pizza Hut freaking salad bar? Never, Bro, ever. Kansas City, Missouri, I'm five years old. The Pizza Hut freaking salad bar. Uh-uh. You never did, oh my, a Pizza no. Hut? Because of their salad bar. So they had like breadsticks and you, you know, they have like the whole canned olives. Half the things in the salad bar were just pizza toppings that sure, can also be raw that. in a salad. Yeah. That's the first time I had like raw mushrooms and I think I threw it up. <laughs> uh, I probably got E. coli from it when I was a kid. Ooh. But anyways, Pizza Hut was the world's largest buyer of leafy green kale hmm. because they lined their salad yeah, bar and they put the bar. little hotel pans That's cute. in that. That's cute. Uh, but anyway, so Pizza Hut was trying to be that like family dine-in restaurant because during the 80s and 90s, there's this big resurgence of like fast food restaurants need to play to families, mm-hmm. right? It well, it makes sense. Could have been, yeah, like yeah. a function of Reagan era, you know, sure. Reaganomics where it was like, Nuclear family, people have more disposable income, go spend that income at McDonald's on their new steak sandwich or whatever, or Pizza Hut at their salad bar. Um, But Domino's has always been delivery first. Yeah. And like in, you know, the 80s, they had the, what was it, 30 minutes or half a dollar off is how the campaign started. Yeah, where if your pizza wasn't delivered. Super smart. And then it became 30 minutes, your pizza's free, which really kicked things off. Wow. I bet that never happened, though. What, uh, people actually got it for free? Yeah. About that, like, out of, like, maybe a thousand orders, maybe, like, two. Yeah. And, yeah. But, I mean, that means it was smart for Domino's, right? Yeah. And Amazing. And that, be- that became, like, a really iconic thing. And Domino's did a great job of figuring out delivery infrastructure early on. Mm-hmm. So even now, Domino's, if you order delivery via the Domino's app, whatever, uh, they don't have any place outside of a three-mile radius from a store that they deliver to. And even in high traffic areas, like we're in L.A., right? Mm-hmm. So three miles could take 20 minutes in L.A. Sure. Domino's doesn't deliver anywhere that has a 10-minute-plus drive during rush hour. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so they, like, wow. we're talking about all these delivery algorithms with Postmates and Grubhub and DoorDash mm. and Uber and all this crap. Domino's Pizza Tracker out here. 
they're figuring it out. And it made Domino's really well suited for the future, right? Especially during the pandemic. We've seen how delivery exploded, especially with pizza restaurants. Domino's, did you get pizza during the pandemic a lot? I did uh, No. What What did you order during the pandemic? A lot of fuck. Yeah, I um a lot of soup. Dan Modern Chinese. Mm, that's uh, a good, that's a good one. Yeah, just a lot of. I'm trying to think what else. I, oh, uh, a lot of Persian food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was sending you pictures all the time, and I would I would rank their um, Kashki Badam. You're so funny. <laughs> yeah, especially with uh, my girlfriend living in near the biggest Persian sure. neighborhood in yeah. Los Angeles. A lot of great Persian food to be, and it's a food that delivers really well. Yeah, that's true. Especially, long, the, especially yeah. the stews. Deli- oh, yeah. Delivery Persian stews, they just stay hot. Yeah. I don't know how. I think it's the layer of oil on the top yeah, that insulates it, is. it. No, honestly. Okay. But I, I don't know if I ordered fast food pizza once during the pandemic. I think I did either. Because if I'm ordering pizza, I'm probably going mom and pop. Exactly. But then Me sometimes too. you get burned by mom and pop and Domino's would have been better. So yeah. you got to find a reliable spot. Yeah, a reliable spot. But I have a question for you. Which one has the cuter logo? <laughs> Which logo speaks to you more? Is it the Domino or is it the Hut? Because they're both cu- really. I see. I, love- I see the Domino. Also, I love playing Dominoes with my friends. <laughs> you know how to play Dominoes? Are you? 80? Shout out to Wild Man Dave <laughs> who taught me how to play Bones. Are you eighty? Uh, no, it's just a fun time. You just, you just, you just. You play marbles you and jacks throw some, too. Throw some bones oh, at a bar. You just bring a little case oh with you. Oh my god! Have you seen Squid Game yet? No, I re- oh. I'm resisting. V, v won't stop talking about Squid Game, and I'm resisting it. it. Hot fire flames. Is it Speaking good? I don't. Things. Nothing about it appeals to me. I just don't like that type of stuff. What a good show. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I think the Pizza Hut logo is cute because it's like a little like hat that's kind of like tipped off to the side a little bit, and it's really cute. <laughs> like Pizza Hut's a bad boy it wears its hat to the side, and so no. you're attracted to it. Like a- <laughs> you think like Pizza Hut rides a motorcycle without a helmet. <laughs> That's why I'm like Domino's, the 80-year-old old man throwing bones. <laughs> For the love of God. No, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, hey, it's like, it's like, what's the fedora meme? You like guys in fedoras? I never said that. Did you that. watch too much of the I master pickup artist? I never said that. I'm just saying I like the way it looks more. I'm not saying I like men in fedoras. Okay, cool. Because if you look back to their history, you see ways in which each has poised themselves for a different moment. Poised themselves or poisoned themselves? Poised, poised, <laughs> okay, okay. poised. Uh, and right now, Domino's is better suited for the current moment. But Pizza sure. Hut had its, its run in the past. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about the logo of Pizza Hut is the red thing that looks like a hat. That's their signature red roof, right? Love that. You, oh, you drive by. Oh my god! Yeah, you've seen a pizza, oh right? They, god, they all have oh the signature god. red roof. No, 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 no! I just <laughs> put two and two together. I'm so sorry. So the top of so it's not a hat. That's the top of the hut. Yeah, correct, Mundo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not pizza hat. It's pizza you're, hut. I'm sorry, your your what is it? Co-host is a little bit off the rails. <laughs> but pizza hut in the early 1970s, they hired an architect to, to figure out because they were franchising like crazy. They franchised like 500 stores in like three years or something. Wow, so that's like, crazy! All across America. Yeah, all across America. When did they go overseas to the other parts of? The oh God, was world? it in the 80s? Crap, did they open up a Pizza Hut in Moscow during the Cold War? Anyways, both of them actually have a really big international footprint. Mm, but Pizza do. Hut designed all of it to be dine-in centric and to have their physical location mm-hmm. be That's part so of the mythos me. of the brand, right? That's so weird to me to like eat in a Pizza Hut. Well, yeah, but it wasn't weird for people 20 years ago, you know? Yeah, I guess. But I, I, I totally agree with you. But that's why Domino's took the lead and uh, is now poised to sort of be the restaurant of the future. That said, Yum Brands, which is Pizza Hut's parent company, right? They're owned by PepsiCo. But then Yum Brands has 
what God, Long John Silver's if they're still still around. Um, Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut, A and W, which is a oh, perfectly wow. fine fast food establishment. Never and eaten at an A and W. They have root beer on old timey pull taps. Never been to. An, is there an A and W in California? I there was one that opened uh, in a city called Ladera Ranch in Never in uh, Orange County that I used to go to. Um, they're like hand tap drawn root beer floats. What a delight! And they have fried cheese curds. Wow! You oh, are, shout you... out to A and W and all their burgers are like family names. It's like the Big Papa Burger, like the Little Brother Burger. Wow! You really like this place, huh? Yeah, I'm you a big A and W fan. Uh, but anyways, so Pizza Hut also took a big downturn during the recession mm-hmm. in 2008, which is when Domino's had their big resurgence. Okay, right? Because Pizza Hut owned by Yum Brands, which controls the whole portfolio, Taco Bell and all that. People stopped spending money on big ticket items like, you know, a say a $40 Pizza Hut meal, right, for a family and instead went to places like Taco Bell where you can get happiness for $3. And so Pizza Hut was like the neglected stepchild of the Yum Brands portfolio for a while. That's so sad. You guys just want to talk about corporate structures? Let's <laughs> talk it about it. Because, take it away. Take it away. Because right now, so Pizza Hut closed 10% of their stores mm-hmm. um, and now they are trying to go the Domino's model of being what's called off-premises. And so literally, like, think, think Ghost Kitchen, right? Oh. Think, uh, you know, they might have storefronts, but they're literally just to churn out pies, no seating whatsoever. So the real estate costs are going to drop. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying to increase, right? When the Domino's Pizza Tracker app came out, apps were sort of new for fast food restaurants. And now everyone's got this rewards program. And Taco Bell's is actually probably the most impressive. Taco Bell, they continued to grow during the pandemic. Program? I am a member of the rewards program, and I got I got bamboozled. Oh no! I got swindled. You did well into downloading it because I didn't want to. <laughs> I wanted to resist. Okay. I also had the Taco Bell online app, but I was never part of the rewards until they were like, "Hey, you can get the Taco Bell chicken sandwich taco one day early if you're on the rewards." And I was oh, like, "Well, yes. I don't, I don't want to wait." Yeah, I feel like your uh, your food writer brain was like, "Yep." Yeah, I had to, and so yep. now every time I pull up my phone, I'm like, "Well." I could be reaping some benefits right now. But that said, so Pizza Hut right now, they are in a period of retrenchment and they're trying to figure out how to modernize. And so I think in the next 10 years, if we record a follow up to this podcast, Nicole, 10 years from now, I think Pizza Hut will have overtaken Domino's. I think they're going to figure out how to get leaner. You want to get meaner. Yeah, we're going to be doing this podcast for like, what, 20, 30 years? What? Okay. What else do you have to do? <laughs> Raise a family. Oh, become a doula? <laughs> Stop. Don't bring that up now. <laughs> don't bring up my past. <laughs> you suck. Are there many male doulas out there? I think there can be. Why not? I don't know. I don't think a gender should apply to a job such as a doula. Is a doula like a spiritual baby extractor? <laughs> Sometimes. Do they physically take the baby out? <laughs> it depends if there's a doctor present. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> you can Google it later. Domino's <laughs> Lava Crunch Cake. Is... <laughs> yeah, what about Okay, the okay, okay. So pizza for pizza, items. pizza for pizza, pizza for pizza. Uh-huh. Right now, I, it's tough to argue that Domino's does Domino's not have is the better. Lead. Domino's is better. Domino's is better. I when it comes that. down to it. Yeah. Uh, pizza Hut has tried to throw a bunch of bells and whistles at the wall. They did like a they did like a pretzel crust pizza. Do you ever have that? No, I love myself far too much. They got rid of it. That's the thing that people don't realize when I mean, I'm one of the people who complains when a fast food company gets rid of an item, mm-hmm. whatever. They're like doing that because it's when you say you complain, money. like do you like write a letter to corporate or do you just no, I make shout YouTube it into videos. the you shout it into the Twitter? Oh, that oh yeah. We make all YouTube videos. I forgot you did that. I like threaten Taco Bell. Yeah, remember you like threatened them with warfare? Yeah. Yeah, man, I was I was uh, really researched some old general speeches. So I was funny. going like I a remember. I remember Castro up there. Um, but 
I think the title of the video is literally like, bring back the Mexican pizza or else. Uh, <laughs> or maybe it was like, are we riot? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I mean, they're doing that because it's one harder for the employees. So it makes ticket times take longer, sure. you know, stuff like that. So there's a reason. So Pizza Hut, right? They're, they're starting to trim the fat. They're getting back to basics. Uh, and so I think, you know, a couple of years from now, we'll see what sort of stuff they come out with to try mm-hmm. and save the business. Pizza for pizza, though. Domino's takes it totally. in pure taste alone. Totally. I agree. Right. And then other menu items. Are there any things? So Pizza Hut, they Who has the bought pastas? Wing Street. Who has the pastas? Domino's. Domino's has the pastas. Domino's has the pastas, which are... I don't really care for the pastas. Yeah, let's just say they're not great. No, uh, uh, I mean, it's, you know... I feel like that's for, like, the difficult cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're ordering delivery and you got to, I, I don't want pizza. We'll get I, you the chicken fettuccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has the chicken bites? Those are good. Uh, Domino's. The chicken bites are fire. Well, so Pizza Hut partnered with a company called uh, Wing Street. Okay. And so they're kind of like part and parcel. Oh, yeah. They have, they have like, Wing Streets next to Pizza Hut's, like, yeah. in the same building or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Pizza Hut has that as its chicken arm, which uh-huh. is great, but it's weird when you're ordering that because whenever I order fast food pizza, it's always like... One pizza costs you fourteen ninety nine, or have this special deal where you get three pizzas for nine dollars. <laughs> and it's like I don't know how the economics work, but I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm always downloading the online coupon. Yeah, I, I was gonna talk to you about coupons. I yo, when I was a kid, my mom would make me sit there and clip those coupons. Son. Oh yeah, I was a coupon clipping kid. <laughs> Kids these days don't realize it wasn't it wasn't easy back then. It wasn't just log on to the app and no. click a button. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you would have to clip out the coupon and be like, here you go. Yeah, and then you'd scratch out the expiration date. <laughs> oh with a yeah, penny. you'd cut around it. Yeah, you'd cut around it. Oh, I lost it. I lost no, it. What do you, you mean? You know what you do? You take you take an acetone and you put the Q-tip in the acetone and then you get rid of the date. Yeah, that's how we had to do it back in the day because it I wasn't all these... <laughs> I mean, our parents just help us scam restaurants nice. out of $3. It was nice, it was nice, it was nice. Uh, so the point is Pizza Hut, like their chicken is more expensive and so it never seems worth it to get the wings because there's never the wing coupons. Never wing coupons. Never wing coupons. Yeah. Too much, no, it's not fair. No, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, other menu items, uh, gosh, you, you go cinnamon dessert for cinnamon dessert, Pizza Hut wins. I don't like the cinnamon desserts. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't do. It doesn't do it for me. I just chocolate crunch lava cake. They'll fire. Dude, chocolate chocolate crunch lava cake from Domino's. That is like a high quality dessert. It is. You could serve that like at a steakhouse. Absolutely. (laughs) You top that with some vanilla ice cream. Give you a little cinnamon sponge knot on the side or whatever (laughs) they got from Domino's. It's like something at Mastro's, man. It's amazing. (laughs) It's delicious. Uh, Domino's cinnamon desserts. They're like a little twisty thing, and they look like the um, Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation (laughs) logo. And so I don't think they donate any money to breast cancer research, but you know. It's still nice in solidarity for Domino's. <laughs> You're funny today. <laughs> You're on one. Uh, in conclusion, Nicole. Conclusion is this, Josh. Domino's rocks. Yeah, Domino's rules. Domino's rules. Yeah. Um, Pizza, Pizza Hut. Hut. It's all right. It's there. They're going through tough times. Yeah. And we've all gone through tough Buy times. Buy more Pizza Hut. You know, Pizza Hut is all of us in a way, right? Oh, Extrapolate. You know, sometimes we all go through tough times. You know, Nicole, your face is swollen like you just got hit in the head with a brick. You're so mean but to me. in uh, no, you had a bit of a medically necessary procedure, just like Pizza Hut did when they, you know, t- took out these ten percent of restaurants. And you know, you have the night is darkest before the dawn. It looks like I have a goiter. <laughs> yeah, Nicole's got an iodine deficiency. Uh, <laughs> I believe in Pizza Hut. Also, we didn't even talk about the best pizza chain of them all, uh, and that's Little Caesars. Little Caesars. <laughs> little Caesars. Come on, five dollar pizza. The crazy bread with that little gazpacho side. It's disgusting. I hate little Caesars. I think it's like 80% as good as anything else and, <laughs> and 80% cheaper. And so the math adds up. 
I'm Little Caesars is good when you're down on your luck and you need to pay rent. And you yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that pizza. Shout out to Little Caesars, the people's pizza, the people's champion of all things tomato pie. Uh, but no, Domino's right now, they have I a pretty know. commanding lead. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that said, I'm curious about the future. See what the future holds for all of us and for Pizza Hut and from all of us here at Mythical Kitchen to you. Happy pizza hunting. What the hell? All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. First up, we got EP414, Cheddar on Graham Crackers is Fire. Yep. <laughs> I Here's the thing. One, Graham Crackers, they don't stop you from baiting. They were oh. meant to stop you from baiting. Um, scientifically, they just, they don't, it didn't work. I thought they meant Ritz crackers. What? I can't read right now. <laughs> Nicole's struggling. Uh, no, no, Ritz crackers encourage self-stimulation. Graham crackers discourage it. Uh, you know that whole history, right? Ritz wants you to touch your No, 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 no. Well, Graham really yeah, yeah. didn't yeah, want yeah, you yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, no, of course I know about that. And so Corn I think. and Graham crackers were yeah. anti-masturbation. Yeah, yeah. AIDS. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Ritz Crackers has been neutral on it, so I think that means they want you to. Um, but what about Club Crackers? Club, oh, Club Crackers. There was a man. There was a man who tweeted at uh, Keebler for every day for over a year, just saying, "What is the sexuality of the elves?" And Keebler never responded. So I guess I'd I'd like to know what the sexuality of the elves is. Um, cheddar on graham crackers. I can't imagine it. Mm, I can't really get my maybe if it's a white cheddar, but that's just maybe. What what's the difference between white and it's just food it, dye? It looks it looks less intimidating. I guess that makes sense. Staring down a yellow cheddar graham mm-hmm. cracker. Uh no, I like cheddar and sweet is good. I recently put some crushed up Cheetos in a bowl of frosted flakes, and that was a delight. <laughs> For fun? No, it was like a work thing. We're like filming uh, a silly remember, video. Remember, 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 um remember. and then we, we, I wasn't even supposed to eat it, it was supposed to be a prop. But I was like, well, it's a bowl of Cheeto frosted flakes, I'm not gonna not eat it. And that was a delight. And so if graham crackers and cheddar goes as hard as Cheetos and Frosted Flakes, which I imagine it does, I'm down with it. I'm gonna try it. I have I have cheddar and graham crackers at home. Cause me and Jules, we like to make this little um this little like treat at night where we take Hold on. So we take strawberries, we like cut them up, and then um, we put them in like a bowl, and then we'll put some whipped cream on it. And then here's the kicker we take like just a couple of graham cracker squares, <laughs> and we crush them up, and we put them on top. And ugh, and then we just watch Shuckle Law and fall asleep on the couch together. So cute. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, it's pretty I'd adorbs. love to hear it's that. It's pretty adorbs. Melly Mel's underscore 22 says soy sauce and sriracha are the perfect additions to popcorn. Wouldn't it make the popcorn soggy though? Here's the thing. I like soggy popcorn. You don't like soggy popcorn? No. No, what you do is you dip your fingles in the jar of pickles and then you flick the pickle juice you in dip, the popcorn. You, you dip your flingles. <laughs> you dip your flingles in the pickle jar. And then you flick that at the popcorn. <laughs> Just get popcorn seasoning. Just get the dill pickle popcorn seasoning. No, I like the wet. No, it doesn't. I really do. I, it's Ew. like, well, you've seen me eat a bag of chips. Sure. I open it and I put a hot sauce in it and I shake it. Well, that's because you got problems, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's because uh, you have soft teeth. Soy sauce and, and sriracha, that's aggressive on popcorn. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, there is such thing as soy sauce powder and there's such thing as sriracha powder. So just put those on there. You don't need to do the wet. I like the wet, though. I like the texture you of wet soaking want, in the dry. I'm saying it works. No, you got to put some Melly butter Mel's. on Butter's got wet. I know, but it like, but it like doesn't like make it like sopping wet. Yeah, the amount of like, fat insulates fa- it exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I guess most of the time it's not real butter, right? You're probably putting a 
putting hydrogenated melted oil on it. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that stuff's good, though. I like olive oil on my popcorn. I like oh, olive that, oil, nice. rosemary, and a little bit of uh, pecorino. Oh, Ooh. It's like Giada Delacruz. I was going to say, yeah. that is absolutely in like the, it's movie night at home. And we're making popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> Here we go. At Litson Lady. Oh, this is this is interesting. I've never tried this, Nicole. A little yellow mustard on Kraft mac and cheese is surprisingly good. I believe that. Why wouldn't mustard be good on it? I don't know, but I've, why have I never tried this? I don't know. I've done barbecue sauce. I've done ketchup. I've done certainly all kinds of hot sauce, sriracha. And I've never put yellow mustard on it. It sounds really good, actually. So I think a lot of people don't know what yellow, what like mustard is, right? What? What are the ingredients to like a bottle of mustard? What do they do to it? Uh, they take mustard seeds and they add water and uh, vinegar. Yeah, but I think a lot of people don't know that. Like they just. Oh, I think that's right. People don't know that. Right? Yeah. Like it's mustard flour, like the mustard powder that you get mm-hmm. in the store. It's just that plus it's vinegar. Seeds. It's the seeds yeah. that you grind up. Yeah. Yeah. People don't know that. So you'll see like mustard flour, mustard powder, whatever in the, you know, Rachel Ray's mac and cheese probably yeah, has that no, in there. For sure. And so why not just put a little, a little bit of vinegary hits? It's like hot sauce is just chilies and vinegar. Mustard mm-hmm. is just mustard seed and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Why not? This sounds like a delight. I think I'd, I'd get on top of this 100%. I mean, thank you, Litson Lady. Underscore Jordan Hansen underscore says goldfish and cheddar cheese with Italian seasoning microwave. <laughs> then ranch. Then my favorite sentence. What You know the shortest sentence in the Bible? It's just Jesus wept. Oh, I thought it was I am. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't okay. know. I'm going to say it's Jesus wept. Um, that's what the, the sentence then ranch <laughs> reminds so me of. Um, Après la deluge, then ranch. Um, this sounds good, high key. I like, do you eat it with your hands? I'm guessing a spoon. So let's break it down. Goldfish, you put the cheddar cheese on it, Italian uh-huh. seasoning on top of the cheddar cheese, yes. and then microwave. Yes. Which is a delight because then the herb, the dried herbs are getting bloomed by the oils mm-hmm. in the cheese when they Correct. melt. That's, that's ace. That's good technique. Then ranch, of course, because you need the cooling effects, right? You get the cold Ooh. ranch on the hot melted cheese. In my cheese. mind, this person is just uh, swiveling that Ranch on it's he's not pulling it on the side. No, he's no, no. Pa- it's he's painting it on. It's a it's a thick drizzle. Yeah, thick it's drizzle. a thick drizzle. Correct. It's a thizzle. Um, <laughs> and they do the thizzle dance. I was gonna say thizzle <laughs> dance right now. It's so funny. Uh, this I've never thought about this either. This is kind of blowing my mind. It's like goldfish nachos or like a migas. That sounds great. Oh, wow, we should make goldfish migas one time. We should definitely make goldfish that migas. Sounds good. This is man. Shout out to people. Got great ideas today. Uh, at BXG, I'm going to say Bixkinixed. I don't know how to say it. Screw it. Everyone should learn how to cook slash make their own bread. False. No way. Nah, no. I don't know, man. It's like it's like that one person who's really into sewing clothes. And like, everyone should learn how to sew their... And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I know how to use a needle and thread. I know how to put some, you know, scraps together and bake up a loaf. But, like, I don't think it's, like, the most important thing in the world to know. I think it's... Stocks are more important to know. <laughs> yeah, learn how to uh, change... Change a tire, tire on a car versus no. making your own bread, which sounds yeah, more important. Yeah, do your taxes. <laughs> well, honestly, like if you had to choose between learning how to change a tire or making bread, which one do you think is more important to your life? Probably making bread. Probably, right? But I think changing a tire is more important to know than how to make bread. Because, like, like, general. Both are like the argument, but I mean, just join AAA. Right, because the argument is you just make, you just buy bread. Yeah, join AAA. They're there, and like, oh my, have you used AAA roadside assistance? No, I've, God, thank God, I've never had to use it. Dude, no, it rules. It rules anything. I just like locked my keys in my car, and I called. It was at like ten o'clock at night under a freeway overpass in Burbank, 
And I was like, I locked my keys in my car. I called AAA, and they were there in like five minutes. It cost me nothing. I paid like freaking $9 a year. That's good. And the service always rules. The contract, what a delightful service. Point is, you can pay most people to do other things you don't want to do these days, including bake bread, probably better than you could do. True. The AAA dude's going to change a tire better than I could. I've changed a tire before, shockingly. Good. Uh, I, I like did it and I didn't die. That's great. And it's pretty intuitive. You kind of just like it? take one off, shove another one on and put the bolts mm, back on. What about like playing the stock market? <laughs> yeah. See, I've never done that. But I'd like to <laughs> one day pay somebody to do that for me. I'd rather learn how to play the stock market instead of learn to make like brioche. <laughs> They're not like perfect substitutes for each other. Oh, what are you talking about? I guess we all have limited time. Um, No, but I mean, I, I, I get the notion behind this. I think more people should learn about the food system because I think a lot of people just don't know how bread is made. They don't True. know what yeast is. And I think doing that could be like a good just learning experience for I somebody. Think if there's a zombie apoc coming, short for apocalypse, I think people should know how to make bread. You can just eat flour. No, you can't. You not? get salmonella from it. No, you don't. It's a myth. Okay. Um, Steve <laughs> Bryan Jr. says eating cereal from a cup or mug is way more convenient than an actual bowl. Hate this. Hate this. Do you remember how I told you how I eat cereal out Ye- of a blue solo cup? Yes, and it bothers me. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't had it in so long because I moved out, so I haven't had my blue solo cup. So not eat it out of a bowl like a regular person. Oh no, my identity. And I hate it. Um, what do you? Why do you eat it out of a cup? What's enjoyable about it? Too? It's easier. But well, why is bowl it easier? Too, bowl too big, cup up. <laughs> but why cup up? Why do you need the up? The cup up is better. Why? Because I say so. I'll tell you why a bowl's better. Why is a bowl better? Because you can't get a full spoonful in the cup because this, yeah, there's not can. enough. You have to tilt the you cup. You gotta use the baby spoon. <laughs> no, but then you don't get enough cereal per mouth. But no. More cereal no, per no. mouth in bowl. Cup up, no good Josh mouth. <laughs> no, no. Cup higher, bowl larger, but diameter, no spoon. good. Spoon. <laughs> spoon have to be in. Spoon, spoon in. Spoon in, but dig in the cup. D- no dig. dig Josh, no. No dig. No, no, no. Josh, shovel. No. Cup slow you down. I, no. I like actively hate eating. I'll eat a slop out of a mug. I'll make like a... <laughs> that whole exchange was really, really upsetting, but also very telling of who we are. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, we just kind of devolved into... That what's that like early form of writing? Like cuneiform? That was like yeah. spoken cuneiform. cuneiform. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, it's not even more convenient. A mug is just a bowl with a handle. I, it's, what do you, I don't know it's no, the same amount of dishes no. that you wash. Diameter. You're again. You're Here's a smaller <laughs> diameter. I want bigger diameter. I want to eat my cereal out of like a shallow pasta plate. You know. <laughs> but <laughs> Scraping the I surface. Hate, I hate that. I hate when they serve desserts that are meant to be in a bowl, like in those like shallow plates. I'm like, no. Yeah, and then I'm just like, yeah, you're just, just scraping. Like scraping it. You're like, you're like scraping it, like. Uh, I just use my fingers to swipe. Uh, conversely, I got I ordered a tiramisu at a fancy restaurant recently, <laughs> and they served it in a martini glass. Did you want to punch him in the face? Yeah, and it was like a nice restaurant. Should have punched him in the like face. Like an ex, like like not one of those like nice antiquated restaurants that uh-huh. would do something like that, but like a cool modern restaurant that's supposed to be cool. Oh, in a martini glass. Mm. Hated it. One tiramisu supposed to be like even layers. Yeah. You don't get even layers in a martini glass because it's a freaking I mean, triangle. I mean, it can be like even enough. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Anyways. At, oh, my God. This is uh, this is David Anayati. <laughs> Restaurants should serve hot food hot. Oh, yeah. Nicole, does this have anything to do with the steak that you paid a lot of money for at a restaurant that was served cold? <laughs> no, 
it's mostly like <laughs> it's David and his family have this thing where like if the food hits the plate, you gotta eat it while it's hot. I agree with that. That is how that they were raised, and mm-hmm. that's how they eat their food. The second something comes off of the grill, it goes on your plate. There's no downtime. Yeah, and I think that's smart. Agreed. And I think he's just tired of these restaurants serving. Yeah, I think he's just tired of these restaurants serving like mid cold food. You know who like serves hot food well? Because that's a th- that's the thing that's happened to me at multiple restaurants. Yeah, the pasta yeah. sits too long. It yeah. gets sort of gummy and it's yeah, not it's hot. Not the steak over rests. It's a cold steak. Mm-hmm. You know who serves hot food hot? Hmm. Frickin' chilies. <laughs> you go to seriously. You go to these like mass market restaurants that you know they're a lot of their techniques and and workflows are like really dialed in from a corporate sure. level because yeah. I'm like capital investment firm told him to in a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, and I went to like a Chili's or, or some sort of equivalent. It wasn't Chili's. What was it? Oh, it was a Red Lobster. Oh. It was a Red Lobster. Same thing. Uh, but no, the, the the hot food came really hot. The plates were freaking hot. That's amazing. Hot. I love that. And it was incredible. And I was like, this is a delight. I, I just certainly, you know. Because you know restaurants, they have plate warmers. Like yeah. they have it. Like use it. You know, Agreed. it's just annoying how they don't use it. Thanks for writing this cute little thing, babe. Love you. Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Your brother's the next one. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, let's go to my brother then. We got at Couchwine. Nicole is a hipster who only drinks orange wine. I literally d- barely drink orange wine. <laughs> I don't know where he gets these lies from. He I just, am. He has this like, he has like this idea of who I am and it's just fake. <laughs> We're all fake. Uh, I recently uh, went to uh, a restaurant with him and watched him order wine. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Like, it was like watching people mean? talk in code. Like he uh, went up to the the server, came by, and my brother was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm a big Yossi Lights fanboy, but I don't know if the Riesling from this region right now is like blah blah blah." I think I was like, "Ugh, love Yossi Lights," and I was just like, "Who are you talking about? <laughs> who is Yossi? Is he like a BTS guy? Like what? Who?" <laughs> You just like name a wine <gasps> producer and then it got us a free cup of soup. My brother was so impressive at a restaurant that they were just like soup from the chef. And uh, yeah, so he's the real influencer here. <laughs> uh, Nima underscore Har says mushrooms have bad PR. Fungus? <laughs> Nima, you're so funny. Um, yeah, I love mushrooms and I think they're starting to, I mean like people are starting to like eat mushrooms more. I feel like people were anti-mushroom for a long time because they think it's gross. Yeah. But now they're, like, down. I know what you mean. Like, uh, mushrooms and the new beans. True. You know? Like, everyone's... You know that that hipster bean list that everyone is on? Yeah. Rancho Gordo. Rancho Gordo. So there's, like, an artisanal bean farmer producer, uh, Mm -hmm. Steve Sando, I believe his name is, Rancho Gordo. They make fantastic beans. Good good bean. Oh, fantastic beans. Good good ass bean. During the pandemic, they had this, like, Like Bean of the Month club or something. Oh, ew. I don't like that. And it now has a 35,000 person waiting list. Huh? Which is wild. But anyways, I'm rooting for mushrooms to be the next, like, cool hipster foodie status symbol. Yeah. I be like, mushrooms. oh, I'm on the I'm on nineteenth on the waiting list for the lion's mane mushrooms to come in. People need to eat more mushrooms. I do. I feel like it's a, such a diverse world and they are so cool. And there's so many cook methods that you can use with mushrooms. Big fan. Go to a farmer's market and find uh-huh. the mushroom guys. All the lo- weird mushroom guy. Yeah, I love yeah, watching. It smells people. a little dark. Yeah. It smells damp. It smells like he's been in a cellar. It smells d- dusky. He's probably been in a cellar. Yeah, but I don't care. No. I just think it's so cool how like mushrooms are like there's so many different kinds of mushrooms and also Watching people forage mushrooms is really fun. Oh, they just like just kind of root around like a pig and just kind of dig and yank them out. It's like they like educate. There's like people. I forgot what they're called. There's like mushroom mycologists. Yeah, mycologists that can actually take you on guided tours to pick really cool mushrooms, and I think that's awesome. 
Okay, right. I'm done. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinion Tonight Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Enhendizada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. See you next time.